Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. We've been talking about family relationships, and in particular, we've been discussing the parent-child relationship. And we want to continue today, and we're going to talk about probably one of the most difficult things to talk about, and that is discipline. And yet, the Bible says that those whom God loves, He disciplines. And uh, He disciplines us out of His love. It makes us better people, and, and we grow because of His discipline and the things that we go through in life. And so, if we're going to learn from Him, and I've been talking about how my goal is to learn from God as our Father, how to be the kind of parent that He wants me to be. And if I'm going to learn from Him, then I have to exercise discipline. And this can be a point of tension, not just between the parent and the child, but this can be a point of tension between husband and wife as well. And I, I know that sometimes probably we, we talked about disagreements, but some of our biggest disagreements was over how to discipline Dave and Renee. And, um, and, and as I mentioned earlier, you're more lenient and I'm more strict. So, so let's talk a little bit about how we dealt with that. How, how did we, how did we come to an agreement about that? Uh, through trial and tribulation <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. prayer. Um, I think just coming to say part of it has to do from my perspective on the personality of the child, even that, uh, the strong willed versus not quite so strong willed. And so, uh, probably would do it a little bit different. Uh, with Dave now, even with the spanking, I think sometimes I was a little overboard, but not sure. <laughs> he turned out pretty good. So, um, and I think with Renee, because she was more gentle, that uh, spanking, I mean, it caused would cause her to just uh, really have a hard time, and so responding to it. So I think just knowing the personality of the person and the spirit. Helped. Yeah. And and but sometimes but you and I didn't where, agree. where, where, where we would have a problem, I think sometimes is you know, from my perspective, here we are <laughs> in the midst of this, but we would uh I, I remember I would come in and you would tell them, say, When your daddy gets in, you're gonna get it. You know? mm-hmm. yeah, the, I was kinda coming in and I was saying, I don't wanna always be the bad guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But but you wanted me to do that. And so we had to work through that mm-hmm. and we had to talk through that and pray through that to where we came to some kind of conclusion. And I think it goes back to our discussion that we had on communication. That was probably one of the hardest things that we had to do is, mm-hmm. okay, because we had to learn to communicate with each other. And one of the biggest helps in discipline was that we were both on the same team because mm-hmm. children, when they're small, know how to manipulate mm-hmm. parents and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and they'll do it. And mm-hmm. so we, we, we had to learn that. And that, that was one thing. What, what about you guys? What are uh, some of the things that have been helpful and some of the things that have been difficult where, when, when you talk about disciplining the kids? Well, and how I, do you deal with them? I, too, think discipline is it's the hardest thing for me about being a parent. Um, I wish we could just cut that part out, but I know we can't. So I struggle with this, and, I, and especially when they were little itty-bitty, you know, just learning things and I felt like all day long I was having to correct them and discipline them. And it was just, it's emotionally exhausting. And I just, I just want to have fun with them and love them, but you have to train them. Um, and it, discipline kind of changes as they grow up. You know, when they're younger, we did more of the, the time out and have them or take away their toy or, you know, um, even spankings. Um, 
And then as I've gotten older, it's more of taking away privileges. And a lot of it, though, it all comes down to afterwards is a lot of it. You need to communicate with them afterwards, just sitting down, going over what they did wrong and um, what would have been a better choice. And then um, teach them to ask for forgiveness, because I think that's something they're going to need their whole life. You know, with any kind of relationship is when you hurt somebody, you need to stop and ask for forgiveness, even if you didn't mean to. And just and, and just teach them um, the value of forgiveness. And I think that's right. That's one thing that uh, that we did, too, that was important because uh, we would have the time out, but also pray with them. And I can mm-hmm. see uh, that has reached down to the next generation, and mm-hmm. that's important in the in the prayer time afterwards and saying, you know, you did wrong, but now you're forgiven, and let's mm-hmm. move forward mm-hmm. and ask you know, forgiveness from the Lord. And, and I think in relationship to that, one of the things that's the most difficult, I think, for parents, but I think it's the most important, is uh, not doing it in anger. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's spanking, because when you're talking about spanking, because kids will frustrate you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll drive you to the and and you've got to settle down and and kind of our thing is okay if if, if we're going to be angry about this, we can't spank. You know, mm-hmm. we just have we we have to pull back, do something else at this point. But but I think it's real important that uh, that what you said about being able to pray with them and talk with them and them say, forgive me, I was mm-hmm. wrong. I think that is important because they're learning about life. Mm-hmm. Like you say, they're learning about life. And, uh, you know, that's a difficult thing, but uh, what what has been helpful to you to, to, to what's... I think going back, um, well, two things. One I would say is with this whole conversation of discipline, which I know we all agree, is there's a pendulum with discipline and grace. And you got to, grace has got to, discipline has to be seasoned with grace. There, there's parameters, but unless grace is the foundation, all you're going to do is create, you know, kids who try to do the, do the thing to impress the parents and then sneak behind their backs and do what they really want to do. And so there's got to be that mixture. And so I'm um, just keeping that perspective in mind. But then also with the children themselves, um, going back a little bit to what you were saying with with Renee and I, I, you know, knowing their weaknesses and knowing the obstacles and how they come to those and what they struggle with, there are different things that we have to do. Like our oldest is, um, she's more of a procrastinator, you know, she'll hide from her problems, all that. So we have to call that out. We have to call her to responsibility in, in those things a lot of times. Our middle one struggles more with um, just feeling overwhelmed and uh, feeling inadequate and struggling with that. And so a lot of times it's sometimes the best thing that we can do is to keep helping encourage her that that's, you don't see yourself as a comparison to someone else, but see yourself in light of how God sees you. And then our third one has the, uh, the tip of blood in him. So he's, he's got the whole anger thing that we, that, uh, that I've struggled with and, and I know has, has been an issue, but he, um, you got to you got to teach him how to calm himself, or how to help God allow God to calm him and be peaceful in the middle of that. Sometimes that's being in another room. Sometimes it's Kelly when he's screaming loud, just wrapping her arms around him and just holding him tight until he calms down. Or, or it's um, it's sometimes you know just having them write down, take a few minutes ago, write their anger down or, or whatever. There's just there's all different techniques. There's things you can use, um, but I I would say be sensitive to where your child struggles 
in those areas and you just ask God for wisdom on how to address those areas so that you can be proactive in it too, not just when it comes to the actual discipline part, mm-hmm. but you can help prevent that um, by being cognizant of that. Something I read um, back when I was kind of go, going through a hard time with my kids when they're younger, um, I'm not even sure where I read this, exactly where I got it from, but the person mentioned that, you know, um, our God, our Father, is a perfect Father and a loving Father, but yet we as His children, we still um, will go off and do things that we know are, are wrong. Even Adam and Eve in the garden, they had this perfect relationship with God, but they still had this sinful nature and they still made bad choices. And I think that kind of takes me, um, gives me some encouragement to realize that I can't, I'm not going to be able to control these kids. They're going to throw a fit when I'm at the grocery store or whatever. And it takes some of the pressure off that I don't have to be this perfect parent, um, that there's grace in that area and that we can um, pray for them and trust God to fill in the gaps where we are not quite there yet. I think the thing, one of the things we have to do is look at the long-term mm-hmm. thing. That, In other words, it's different stages. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you know, when they're young, throwing a fit. When they're older, they're they're not going to embarrass themselves that way. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they go through different stages, and we have to recognize those stages. And in so doing, then, then we can say the long-term goal is helping them to grow, helping them to develop, to become the people and discipline is different at different stages. Uh, but I think the bottom line is, is really looking to God as our Father and learning from Him how He deals with us. I'm glad that uh, the way He dealt with me when I first came to Christ is not the way He deals with me today and vice versa. So look to Him and let Him be your model. A radio talk show host wrote, From the first paragraph, Sammy Tippett's new novel grabs you by the throat and refuses to let go. Running Home is a powerful story of redemption, revival, and hope. Sammy Tippett has written a fast-paced mystery that intertwines an unusual romance, a heart-wrenching kidnapping, desperate praying, and an outpouring of God's Spirit. You'll be kept on the edge of your seat as you read Running Home. Get your copy today at SammyTippett.org or Amazon.com. We've been talking about family life. We first talked about the husband-wife relationship. And then most recently, we've been talking about the parent and child relationship. Doesn't matter whether it's a husband or wife or a parent or child. Really, we only are as good of a husband or wife or parent as we are people. And what God is really interested in is making us the people that we ought to be. If we'll be the kind of people that we should be, we'll be the kind of parents we should be. If we'll be the kind of people we should be, we'll be the husband or the wife that we should be. So I want us to draw this whole uh, discussion about family life back to becoming the kind of person that God wants us to be. So let, let's just go around and talk about one thing that has helped us to grow in our faith, to grow in our walk with God, to become the kind of person that God wants us to be. So, Tex, I'll let you start this off. I would have to say one thing goes into two is God's Word and God's people. Uh, having that balance in my life um, has helped me to walk through the Christian life. Okay, so how has God's Word helped you? Well, as I had His Word in my heart, then He causes me to, to walk in the way that I should walk and be the mom or the grandmother or the wife that I should be. Um, that's helped. And with God's people, because 
other people, like y'all, we've said before, is that other people can see things in me that maybe are a weakness or character flaw that maybe I don't see. And so that can help as iron sharpens iron, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. uh, so we sharpen one another. And so I need that in my life. So, so maybe we talk about God's Word. You know, the Bible says His Word is a lamp to my feet, a light into my path. Mm -hmm. It shows you the way. It shows you the way to go. But it's people who help you <laughs> go <laughs> down the path. I yeah. kind of bring it out, flesh it out. But mm -hmm. is that Would that be mm -hmm. kind of what you're saying? Okay. Kelly, what about you? Well, I think um, trusted friendships would be uh, number one or close up there for me. I just, the importance of having um a group of girls that I can go and just be honest with and share um, my struggles with, um, some of that I can just send a quick text and let them know this is what I'm struggling with. Just having the relationships over years um, where they know me, they, they, they're praying, I know they're praying for me. That has been um, just life-giving to me to help me on this journey and to progress and to keep going. There's a group of girls that, if I'm not mistaken, that you get together with Almost annually, is that right, correct? Right, we get together. Um, share and about so forth. four times a year, and we don't. One of them now is way overseas, but we still have Viber and we can text her, you know. So we still have that connection. But we get together about four times a year, and that's been going on for about twenty years now. And so um, they have seen, they know where I struggle, they know my ins and outs, and so having those special people, I think, really help in this walk. It's, so both of y'all, people is a is a big deal. Huh? And I think too. Uh, learning who to trust with mm -hmm. your heart over the years. And, and we've seen that. And there's a couple women in each place where we've lived even, and we've moved quite a bit in our ministry. And knowing that, I mean, even to some of those that have been years, I can go back to and still share and know that confidence kept. Right. And that helps, uh, and they help me in my walk with the Lord and how to be a better mm -hmm. wife. Okay. And they, they did a good job, <laughs> I have to say. And Dave, what about you? You know, I think um, as God reaches us in different ways, that my my spiritual journey um, was different than your typical, and so He speaks to me similarly in how He reached me. And um, you know, for, for me, the spiritual disciplines, God's Word, prayer, um, you know, just being in fellowship with the body, all those things are vital. They're like if you were to have a um, a kitchen you would need some of your main ingredients, some of the things, the stapled foods that you would have. You'd have to have those things. But the way that I think my relationship with God grows even further is when you add in some of those other spices and those other things, and you have this variety of who he is. And for me, that's what I call earthy spirituality. It's finding God in the everyday, in the common, in nature, in science. I hated science when I was growing up in school, but I've since I've become a follower of Christ, I love it. I learn, um, not just to learn for the sake of knowledge or for the sake of um, some kind of, you know, intellectual identity, but for the sake of wanting to know more of who God is, because I think he expresses himself through the arts, through science, through helping others, through humanitarian things, through just all the different um, facets of culture and society. And being able to experience God in those different arenas of life has enriched my relationship with God um, so much. I think for me, prayer has been just incredibly important. And uh, God has had to remind me how important prayer is. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about my not having a voice and, 
and spending that two weeks silent. I mean, I, I just really believe that was God speaking to my heart, saying, Sammy, shut up, sit down, listen, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, spend some time alone with me. And then uh, whenever I had cancer and I was diagnosed with cancer and people were sending me books and DVDs and I just knew, no, this that's not what it's about. I know what this is all about. It was one of the greatest times of growth in my life when I had three months that I couldn't travel, couldn't do anything. And the Lord just said, I, I want to meet with you. I want, I want you. I want some time, some quality time alone with you. And, and so that, that for me was, was really important. Um, you know, having, having that time. Uh, what, what are some things that hinder us from growing? What, what keeps us from becoming that person that we should be? Um, what? <laughs> Self-centered. Uh, wanting my way rather than uh, maybe submitting to what the Lord wants. Um, that's a hindrance, not spending time with Jesus. Because you become, we become like who we spend time with. Mm-hmm. And um, so if I'm not spending time with him, then he's He's not going to be shown through my life. Mm-hmm. And that reflects over with relationships. Yeah, yeah, so... I think insecurity for me also uh, can become paralyzed by just my insecurities and not um, not taking on any new challenges or doing anything that I feel like maybe the Lord would want me to do. I just feel like there's got to be people better at that than me. So um, I just can get real insecure and not move forward in, in my faith or compare myself to other people. Um, those are some of my weaknesses. I think for me, busyness, um, just mm. keeping the priorities, the priorities, and just the rhythms of life that God's, you know, um, embedded within creation itself, that that needs to be a part of my life. If I don't have that, if I don't have those rhythms, uh, I can easily lose the right perspective and just stay busy and miss, miss while I'm here. And then that, that would, I'd say, is probably the biggest thing for me is, is busyness. You know, when... When you've got a lots on your agenda, you'll have a lots on your heart, you know, you, you want to go for it. And, and yet, um, Jesus told his disciples to go and preach the gospel around the world. And yet he said, wait in Jerusalem. And there's that balance of going and waiting. And, uh, so often we go to one extreme or the other. And rather than, and one of the things that I found is to become like Christ is to become balanced. Uh, I mean, he's the most balanced human being whoever walked the face of this planet. So we, we need to learn to become balanced. So let, let's wrap all of this up and say, what, what one thing would you say to encourage someone to grow in their faith to become the person that God wants them to become? Um, I show up, be present, um, realize he's there, just the, have that perspective. And um, I just think we're so going back to that busyness things there's so much at us coming at us every day and uh just be present with god and know that he is there and he's with you he'll never leave you make that um a declaration of your prayer of your life and just start to see him in all the different places he places himself i I would encourage i have a heart for moms who have young ones um that, that can be a real isolating time and i would encourage you to find other women who are walking that same season of life and just be real with them and have those connections to help through those hard seasons. And I would say that as older women, (laughs) as we get older, that you don't isolate yourself, but that you can begin to maybe disciple or be a mother to others that don't have the family around Mm -hmm. if they're walking Jesus. The bottom line is we all need to grow and continue growing. 
the Christian life, you never arrive. It's always a journey, and we need to continue to grow in our faith. We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit sammytippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.